0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Podcast. I am super excited for you guys to be tuned in, and I'm even more excited to be back on the mic, um, having this opportunity to share my thoughts with you guys, and just dive deeper and just to get for you guys to get to know me even more through this podcast. But just to reiterate, the Rise Podcast really represents a the journey, a complete acceleration towards the person. The people that God has really called us to be, um, the rise represents the love that God pours out unto us. In in that same way, the rise represents the love that we are able to pour out to ourselves and also to others. And that all again is because that God loves us so well and so gracious, graciously. The rise represents the challenge that the challenges that we are met with in different seasons of our life. The rise represents, you know, the successes, the achievements that we do um, get to see when we are faced as we are faced with those challenges but are able to overcome those things. The rise represents so much and and the list really goes on and on. But as I as you guys continue to tune into this podcast, I ask that you really just hone in on what the rise represents to you in the different seasons of, of your life. For me personally, the rise has really represented so many things over the past couple of weeks, so the past couple months, and even each day. But one thread that has seemed to go through um, the past couple of weeks, months, and days <laughs> is um, this, the concept of change. The concept of change and how it's, it's, it's literally inevitable. I've always known that change is something that, you know, like I said, it's inevitable, but the seasons that I've gone through over this, just this past summer, like I've, I've noticed and I've, I guess my understanding of change has been heightened um, at different levels and at different points. And you get to kind of understand and realize that change can impact you in so many ways, but then also in so many layers, in ways you don't expect, in ways you can anticipate. And in ways for which that will literally transform your life, um, but I think even to acknowledge change or to move into the seasons that God is really calling us to take that chance or to step out on the faith in the change that He has like presented us with, I think we we have to acknowledge, you know, where our past. We have to acknowledge our past. We have to acknowledge. Where the feeling the feeling of being stuck, right? For which we oftentimes know that change is about to happen or changes um, is 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 essentially coming, but we have to realize that you know we oftentimes there's a sense of being feeling stuck, a sense of 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 being stagnant that often comes before a huge season, a season of huge change, a huge season of transformation. But um, this feeling of being stuck, I mean, we've all been there. I can speak personally from my experience that I've definitely, I've been there, Um, but it's it's a place that we don't have to stay. But I think it's a, a place that we have to acknowledge and understand what is at the root of that feeling of being stuck, right? or we have to ask ourselves questions and understand that there's so many things and there's so many um, levels to that feeling of being stuck. So what makes being stuck so difficult to deal with um, is the fact that you you don't get stuck all at once, right? It happens slowly and subtly, and you can't necessarily pinpoint one moment or one day where you feel as though your life started to go into a direction that you didn't want to go. Um, The idea that it happens slowly and subtly is really kind of what, it takes you to a place where you feel like, oh, you wake up one day and it's like, oh, well, what's going on? You know, that idea or that feeling of being stuck, you're in this position, now I'm here, it's like, what do I do? the two options that you really have to give yourself is like I can stay here or I can do something different. Um, If you opt for the latter option you can ask yourself many many questions to find out what you can do next and that's essentially what this podcast episode is going to entail. I have about seven questions that I just feel as though are good questions for you to begin to think about and ruminate on, and even write about, I would say writing, writing um, these questions down and journaling your answers down or even recording your answers down. or Recording your answers would be a great start to kind of figure out, figure out what you can do next, what you can find out about yourself, what you can find out about your past. We can find out about where you're going. As you answer these questions or as you think about these questions, even as you listen to these questions, you have to realize that, you know, it's not going, your life isn't going to change as soon as you write down your answers or as soon as you hear me ask these questions. But it's the time that you spend um, your action or your inaction is essentially what is going to create that transformation for the better and also help you get out of that feeling of being stuck. You have to remember that this is your life and this is your life to live. So you have to essentially make that decision. Um, but I'm here and I'm going through life with you. So I have these questions and I think we can start out with the first one, uh, which is has some really, um, I guess, personal impact in my life currently now. And the first question is that I want to start with is, what will staying in the same career do to your life? Being that we spend so much time at our jobs, it is so important for us to tap into and have purpose in what it is that we are doing. We all say that time is of the essence and we value time so much. So it's really important for us to to have a career for which we are able to not only have purpose but we are also able to enjoy the time that we were putting the energy that we are putting into it especially as we think about as a young adult like myself as I think about you know um, the relationships that I have with my friends you know and the relationships that I would love to build with people and the relationship that I would love to build with the family that I want to have you know it's so it's really important that I'm able to not just put dead energy into my job and because that will ultimately ultimately be a reflection of the energy that I bring into my household when I have you know a family when I have children. I think that that sense of love, that sense of hap- um, happiness, that sense of joy, not not even happiness, but joy that you get when you you know, you enjoy your job is super important to, the time that you're spending again because we spend so much time at work. It's super important for us to have passion and purpose in what is what is that we're doing. Um and granted like you're not going to love every single aspect of the job and the career that you're in, but you know if I feel as though when you're working without that purpose or you don't have like a sense of contribution or a sense of enjoyment um, at the end of the day, those situations and those jobs will will harm you. Um, I, it's super important for us as young adults to know that we don't ever have to stay in a position that we feel as though we aren't making a contribution or don't have any sense of enjoyment in that position because at the end of the day, we are replaceable. Um, so... I think that if if we take the time to know that we are replaceable replaceable in the sense that the company will hire somebody else and fill that position. So we don't have to have ever have to feel as though it might be a burden for the company to lose my presence in this job. You don't ever have to feel as though you need to you need to please somebody else. At the, at the end of the day, I think that change and that transformation comes in knowing yourself and knowing your heart and knowing that you have value. If you don't feel as though your value is being carried out in the position that you currently have now, it's really important to um, to move on from that place to, to, and to move into a place for which you are able to um, to have to to have that passion and that purpose and that and that constant drive to to do the work that it is your called to do. So you can, I mean, the biggest thing is to to start figuring out where you can go, where you where you can go, and where what you can do. You know, do you need to quit the job and and start over? Do you need to, if you're looking to go back to school, can you? Can you alter your schedule? Can you go to night school? You want to look at your options. Um, but again, the, the biggest thing is you don't ever want to stay in a position because you feel as though you need to like please other people. You don't need to be a people people pleaser. You don't need to please the company. At the end of the day, you're re- you're replaceable. Um, the biggest thing is you need to tap into self and understand your value and your purpose in the career that you're essentially looking for, especially if it's not something that you're looking to stay in long term. It's really important to just kind of set those worldly thoughts or the worldly thinking as far as people pleasing is concerned and move into and be selfish, be selfish, um, be selfish and understand that your, your vision and your bigger picture is bigger than the the small position or title that you may have that you don't necessarily enjoy. So weigh your options and know that you don't have to stay anywhere that you you feel as though you are uncomfortable or you're not adding or um, your work isn't being valued. The second question I have for you is, is your health helping or harming your purpose in your life? So health is a super, super tricky one, or not even tricky, I would say, because um, I guess it's it's more so, I guess it's tricky in the sense that a lot of people don't have um, the, I guess I'm going to start with um, the mindset to see how living a healthy and physical, a, healthy, a physical healthy healthy physical life is um, can have an effect on everything in your life, as far as spiritual health, uh, mental health, and so on and so so forth. So, like if you feel bad physically, like you, that kind of trickles into like your mental space. Like you, you'll feel bad mentally, and you'll begin to 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 talk down to yourself. You oftentimes you find yourself in a position where you can't untangle, uh, one from another. And I personally, I feel a lot better when I, um, when I take the time to, to love on my body, right. And to, to know that my body is not my own. So and understanding that God has created me, but I have to give my body back by, by feeding it. And, um, and taking care of it, so that means if that means me going to the gym and having a schedule, then that's what it looks like. Um, the opposite of depression, I feel as though you know, isn't necessarily happiness all the time. It's it's activity. It's being able to plug yourself into just physical routines, and I'm I'm so blessed to have and be surrounded by people who have taught me what it means to grow in my physical strength at at many, many different angles. I've, I've been an athlete for many, many years, but coming out of being a competitive athlete, I've learned that, you know, my training schedule isn't going to look the same as it did three years ago when I was competing heavily. So I think, A lot of it is surrounding yourself with people who understand that you know your body isn't your own, and you have to give back. You have to pour into that as well to to fight that depression, to fight um, the 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 feelings of um, mental stagnancy, The, the feelings of being stuck. Essentially, is what we're talking about, right? So you have to take that first step and get over that hump and and really just pour into what it means to um, improving your life. Um, it's it's a matter of doing the most obvious things, but oftentimes the most obvious things are the hardest things because we don't have the mental capacity to get over what any kinds of feelings or any kinds of labels that maybe people have placed upon us or maybe it is that we've been begun to believe from from lies that the enemy has presented to us but again you can continue you can begin to ask yourself like what can I do or start doing to be healthier that's where you can begin and then I would say like I said before surround yourself with people who who want better for you in your health or who who maybe. If it means you getting a personal trainer who know and understand what how how it is you can learn and grow in your body yourself, um, surround yourself with those people and know that you know it's it's that mental. Once you have that mental capacity to take yourself, you will surprise yourself. You will surprise yourself in ways that your your physical your mind didn't know because you're able to get over that hump. You're able to surprise yourself physically. You're able to surprise yourself in your strength. And once you're able to do that, trust me, it will trickle down into many, many different areas of your life. So just continue to to ask yourself, well, how can I start or who can I surround myself with? And and just know that you aren't in it by yourself. Um, Once you get into a space where you're able to be active again, it's, it'll trickle down into so many aspects of your life. The next question that I have is, when is the last time you've gone outside of your comfort zone? And man, this is a huge one. It's like a lot of us really have a tendency to to play it safe. But we have to ask ourselves, like, when's the last time that I tried to learn... new skill that I'm unfamiliar with. When's the last time like I asserted myself or when I spoke my mind, when I knew, when I had something relevant to say, you know, when is the last time that I actually just did something that I don't typically do? When's the last time that I did something that wasn't normal, right? And like I said, like earlier, Getting stuck, this idea of being stuck, right, getting stuck isn't a matter of dramatic circumstances or things that may have happened in your life. It's rather, it's like it happens when you have repeated like seasons of inactions over long, long periods of time. And even going back to this idea of um, career, right, you might hate your job, but Because it's comfortable and you know what to expect every day. You don't move yourself from that position. But God, this is very personal to me. But, like, because I've come into a season where I'm recently not working. But even in the job that I was before, like, and before I could tell, like, I was in a comfort zone. Even though, you know, I feel as though, like, I had purpose in that position and I was filling out my purpose. God had a different plan for me and he literally had to pick me up and take me out of the position that I was doing because I I was not I I was too comfortable. I was in a zone where I was too comfortable. I knew what to expect every day as far as my 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 daily routine was concerned. I knew what to expect on on different levels. Granted, there were instances where you know, you with any kind of job, you don't. Things are thrown at you from different angles. But for the, for the most part, I knew the processes that I was doing. I knew what to expect on a day to day basis. I didn't expect to leave, the, the way I did. But that's, I I feel as though God, you know, that's where God wants us to be, not and to be in a place where we're not, expecting, expecting to the degree where we're in a comfort zone. There, there are instances where we should come expectant, but we shouldn't be expecting for God to put us in a place where we're comfortable. We should always be expecting for God to to go back to this idea of change and to go back to this idea of transformation and expect for him to put us into new situations where we can give him the glory and where we can tap into his love and so that we are able to tap into to the love that we have for ourselves and pour that love onto to others and a lot of times you know when i when i've been when i've been staying inside my comfort zone for too long i think about well how long have i have i spent my comfort zone and oftentimes you can start yourself literally into action when you realize the answer has been Wow, I've been doing this for years. Yeah, wow, I've been doing this for decades or even worse. I've been doing this all my life. So just ask yourself, you know, what's the last time you've gone out of your comfort zone? What's the last time you've been expecting God to really just transform you and literally put you into seasons for which you are not comfortable? Uh, Oftentimes, you know, that's where... God will really begin to move. The next question that I have um, kind of ties into that last question, but it's what will happen if you continue to live this way? What will happen if you continue to live with the baggage? What happen, What will happen if you continue to live with the labels or the fears or the attitude that you carry with for so much of your life? Um, I feel as though you know, if we continue to to stay in the box that oftentimes other people have put us in or even what we've put ourselves in, we we get stuck. You can force yourself into that box to make money. But again, if you don't have passion and purpose in the career that you are spending majority of your time doing, it, it hurts your sanity. It, it'll wear you out so look at your strengths and make sure you're tapping into them but i think the biggest thing with the strengths is to not to always with the strengths that you have to always put yourself in a position where you are keeping a willingness to learn and keep keeping a willingness to grow in those strengths so you can't get you can't get big headed and know that or have this notion that you are a that you know everything that you need to know there's always going to be information that's going to be presented in front of you, even with the strengths that you know, but there's always going to be information presented in front of you that will allow for you to strengthen those strengths, right? And to to tap into different to different um, angles or aspects of the strengths that you already have. So keeping that willingness and that desire to know and grow in the strengths that you have is, is really important. And um Oftentimes, on the other side of this question, I I thought about is like, are you using your weaknesses? Um, Oftentimes we don't, when we talk about strengths, we don't always, we think we talk about weaknesses, but it's always in a negative connotation, but we don't always have to take that there. um, Because we know that God uses our strengths, strengths, but he also uses our weaknesses in, in times for which, you know, because we know that, where our weaknesses, there's God's power there and when we're able to literally hold on to that word, we're able to take those weaknesses and turn them into to strength and turn it into power. I think it's it's important for us to acknowledge and to know where we where we are weak because again it's a place where we have the opportunity to learn, we have the opportunity to grow. If we live and we sit in our weaknesses there's there there's a there's a blatant there's a blatant idea or context that you have no you there is no desire to to grow or to learn in any sense and that you want to sit in maybe places that God is really calling you to tap into and it's not even that maybe a weakness is a weakness but maybe it's labeled or put into the box of a weakness because somebody said it and it's maybe a place where you lack confidence. But I think what we have to realize is that we, the rest that God has given us and the peace that God has given us is really unsurmountable when it comes up against anything that somebody else is putting on us. So really tapping into our strengths and, and, and weaknesses both go hand in hand. But asking us, ourselves those questions and knowing how we can give and how we can get and how we can continue to grow is, is really super important to our process, really important to the rise. <laughs> the next question I have is, what do you hate? And hate is a really strong word. I always say that and uh, I always hold hold close to that because it's a super strong word um, but I guess an alternative would just be like what do you what do you really not like I mean figuring out what you want and can be difficult but figuring out what you don't want and avoiding it is oftentimes easier if you can shed most of the negativity from your life um, you'll be in a good place so this idea of <laughs> careers and I keep going back to careers because that's where I am in my life but you know when do you find let's let's give this scenario right once you find out that you hate a job like you are able to to move quickly from that job if it means you have to quit you'll quit you know your your self-awareness won't allow you to continue what you what you don't like <laughs> you know um Again, this idea of like, we tend to stay in jobs that we don't love and stick with them. But life's really too short to do things that you genuinely despise. Um, people do that all the time. But I think just in that situation, it's like we have to think about what reward could be so great as to tolerate something you hate. It's like, if... <laughs> second to last question is what are you so afraid of man this is big guys because oftentimes we have feelings of man i'm afraid of i'm afraid of being i'm afraid of being rejected i'm, I'm afraid of being embarrassed i'm afraid of, of of feeling like a fraud i'm afraid of risk and these are reasons essentially why we avoid change and we don't go into seasons of or we don't seek out seasons of transformation or we don't we stay in those comfort comfort zones, right? We stay in those those places of just stagnancy. There are two different types of people in this world, right? People who have faced their fear their fears and people who don't. Uh, the difference in the quality of their lives is completely dramatic, right? we're all afraid of something, but it, it really takes courage to face your fears and to push forward anyway. Um, I mean, we're, we're all human. These are all things that we are usually, or we are naturally afraid of because the world tells us to be afraid of those things. But again, having that courage and f- literally facing those fears face to face and pushing forward anyway is essentially what's gonna allow us that, that peace and that freedom it's, it's essential for us to, to look that way, to look up and, and to, to look to the rise and to know that, you know, our life is currently and will be on, a, on rise as long as we make the decision to face those fears face to face. The last question I have for you is simply, what's the first step you can take? You know, what would make me happy or even I feel as a better term would be like, what would bring me joy? I think it's tapping into the little things. If it means like literally making your bed every day, tapping into little little things like making your bed every day to know that you have a that you'll have a sense of organization when you leave to go to work and when you come back from work or a sense of peace, a sense of cleanliness. I think that something like that will ultimately reflect or continue to reflect in in your day-to-day lives, you'll go into work and you you'll wanna be more organized. You you go in your car and you won't want to see piles and piles of trash everywhere because you just want to focus on driving. I think it's when you tap into those little things and um, that you're able to tap into the bigger picture, right? And to tap into um, really building those, those guards and those Putting your, your, building prisons, right, for your fear and your doubt. Building bricks, brick by brick, places for which you are able to tap into the joy. I think it's a, it's a decision that you have to, those bricks that you have to literally lay down firmly and know that you aren't going to look back to any kinds of fears, any kinds of doubt, any kinds of mental mental negativity. I think it's those bricks that you lay firmly um, that will allow you to to lift yourself up, to 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 seek that joy, to know what joy and to know what freedom is, to know that the, know the rest that God has called us um, to live in. And the last thing I think I would encourage you guys is to when you take these steps is is to congratulate yourself, to congratulate yourself and to, to celebrate your achievements, to not to not let them just go um, to celebrate yourself, to know that God cares, to know that um, he loves you, to know that the people that are surrounded by you love you. It's it's really important to to celebrate that, to celebrate love, to celebrate loving self, to celebrate the journey, to, to celebrate loving the journey, to celebrate honoring the journey. It's um it's important and it goes a long way. But those are the questions that I have for you guys tonight. I hope that, you know, as you guys go on in your daily lives that you um you know, you visit these questions and I know for myself that I'm I'm definitely in a season of transition and change and I'm I'm grateful to God that He's put me in the position that I am. Um and I'm I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited to see the change that he's gonna bring in my life. I, I feel as though God has really been, is telling me that, you know, I'm I'm gonna be transformed, yes, but I'm also expecting to just be a completely new person. I know there have been things that I've held on to years and, and months and maybe even my whole life, but I'm just, I'm grateful for just the time to, Even share these questions with you. And I thank you guys for listening. Um, I appreciate you. But before I log out, I want to definitely pray for you guys and pray with you guys. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, for this night. God, we thank you for just this session, just the, the ability to come and record and to share with others. God, I pray that you just allow um, your covering of peace and your your covering of just um, of love to just, just cover each and every single one of us. Those who are listening and those who are you know just continuing to reflect on these questions, God, I thank you for the the courage that you're going to place inside of our hearts to to move from careers, God, that we are not it, fulfilling any purpose or we are not um, making any contribution to. I, I thank you for just the time that you're beginning to create and the space that you're being, beginning to create for people who are you know, in the season of transit transition and those who are seeking newness and a new a new sense of just love, God. I thank you for just the courage, oh God, that you're placing inside their hearts. I thank you for the new, the shifting of our minds, God, the shifting of our hearts, God, to um, just a vision towards you and a leaning in towards you. God, I thank you for the ability to, Know that our health is under control, God, because you are in control, God. I thank you for just continuing to take us out of our comfort zones and taking us to places where we can be expecting and and totally in love with the fact that you are moving in our lives in ways that we can not even begin to think, ask, or imagine, God. I thank you for, you know, the ways for which we are able to tap out of the way that we have been living in and I thank you for just, the again, the shift in our hearts, God. And I thank you for the the shift in our daily lives, God. I thank you for releasing the baggage. I thank you for releasing releasing fears and labels, God, that we have placed on ourselves, God, and the world that has placed on, in us, God. I thank you for our strength. I thank you for our weaknesses. I thank you for the minds, of oh God, of the people who are listening. I thank you for the, the courage and the love and the the willingness that you have in place in each and every single one of our hearts to just continue to grow and to love. I thank you for that, for all of this that you have grown us in, in the boldness, oh God, that we are not going to be afraid. God, I thank you for just the, the joy that you are giving us and the confidence that you are giving us to take that first step. I thank you for just the ability to allow us to celebrate One another, God. I thank you because you celebrate us, God, and because you love us so well, God. I thank you for all it is that you are going to continue to do in each and every single one of the listeners' lives, God. I thank you for all it is that you've done already, God. I thank you for just your love, God. I thank you for your your pureness. I thank you for your unending and your unlimited love, God. I thank you, and it is. All that we ask, God, and we honor your name, name, God. We, We lift your name high, God, and we just give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm super excited for this episode. And again, revisit these questions, man. Revisit them and revisit them again. But until next time, I will catch up with you guys later. Have a good night, evening, have a good evening, have a good night, have a good day, have a good morning, Wherever, whatever the case may be. Take care, guys, and see you next time. We have to continue to ask ourselves, it's like, do we like what we see? Would for those who are looking to be married, it's like would my partner like what they see? Would would I date myself? It's it's easy to get caught up in the day to day routine and lose sight of the bigger picture. But once we hold on to that bigger picture, I think it's it's easier for easier for us to hone in on the actions that we that we do now or the inaction that we take in this instance. Um so it's really important for us to think about what will happen or the repercussions of if if we continue to live this way, if we continue to live again in fear, the doubt, the baggage, if we carry that into the later 10, 15, 20 years from now, could we see ourselves doing the same things that we've been doing over and over again? And again, you'll stumble right into action <laughs> Uh, once you realize that you know there are certain things that you've been doing that aren't one glorifying God and, and one aren't presenting you in the image that you you envision for your life or presenting yourself you aren't presenting the image that you would like to ultimately carry on into the vision that God is giving you the purpose that God has given you.